This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Panic buying in America. Toilet paper and paper towels right here. Crazy long lines. Empty shelves. Where the hand sanitizer normally would be, all we could find were empty shelves. And the coronavirus is changing the way we say hello. Then, from March Madness to political rallies. Is it safe or appropriate to be holding rallies during a public health crisis? And cruise ship powdered keg. Tensions explode after these passengers found themselves trapped on board. Then, Oprah, oops. And Judge Judy's big news. Plus... Vanessa Bryant's outrage. Kobe Bryant's widow lashes out over reports that deputies leak graphic photos of the helicopter crash. Then, frozen. What's it like inside the homes covered in ice? And you go, girls, the gymnast. And the tiny anthem hero. Now. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Four new deaths connected to the coronavirus have been reported in Washington state, bringing the total number of deaths in this country now to six. Meantime, four Americans who had been in quarantine at that biomedical containment center in Nebraska have been allowed to go home. And when they get home, Stephen Fabian reports they may find empty, empty store shelves and things in short supply. It's a scramble for bags of rice. No more rice. These folks are lining up for toilet paper. The end of the line for the toilet paper and paper towels is right here. Fear of the coronavirus is sparking panic buying. At this Costco in San Francisco, there's a long line just to get in. And just look at this crazy checkout line. Is this the back of the line yet? It goes on and on, all the way to the back of the store. From coast to coast, shelves are being stripped bare of water, pet food, and fresh produce. It's impossible to find hand sanitizer. We went to five different drugstores and pharmacies in this Manhattan neighborhood, including this CVS, and where the hand sanitizer normally would be, all we could find were empty shelves. Today, New York's Governor Andrew Cuomo sought to reassure everyone as he spoke about the first confirmed case in New York City. They have symptoms. The symptoms are similar to what you would have with a normal flu. And for most people, they treat themselves over 80 percent, and uh, the virus resolves that way. Health officials are considering shutting down large gatherings like political rallies. Bernie Sanders held one this weekend with comedian Sarah Silverman and TV legend Dick Van Dyke, who sure looks spry for 94. 
President Trump has a rally tonight in Charlotte. 10,000 supporters are expected to attend. And is it safe or appropriate to be holding rallies during a public health crisis like this? Well, these were set up a long time ago, and others are. I mean, you could ask that to the Democrats because they're having a lot of rallies. They're all having rallies. That's what they're doing. They're campaigning. But do you think it's safe? Are you worried at all? Uh, I think it's very safe, yeah. March Madness, the popular college basketball playoffs, is set to begin in two weeks. The games will go on, but now there's talk of barring fans from arenas. Instead of this, it would be this, crickets. We spoke to disaster preparedness expert Dr. Erwin Redlener. What is it about? large gatherings of people that makes a virus like this so dangerous? So when you cough or sneeze and you have a dangerous virus like that, so in the droplets when you cough and sneeze are live viruses. You may be sitting next to someone who actually has the virus and if you don't, you don't want to be, you don't want to be sitting there. Meantime, concern over the coronavirus is changing the way people greet one another. As Megan Alexander reports around the country and on the Hollywood red carpet, the message appears to be hands off. The red carpet was once a place for stars to greet each other with a kiss or thrill fans with a high five. But now coronavirus fears may be changing all that. Actress Rita Wilson, known for her warm greetings, avoided all physical contact on the red carpet for a fundraiser, calling it a cautionary measure. I'm seeing that that handshakes are down, that air kisses are up and even air kisses that, that used to be a bit more close are there's a lot more space, a lot more air and also just a lot a lot of cautiousness in the interactions between stars and publicists and also just members of the press. Etiquette in the days of the coronavirus is becoming a real dilemma and not just for celebrities. How are you supposed to say hello to a friend or business associate without putting yourself at risk? This viral video shows men in Wuhan, China, where the outbreak started, trying out their new greeting. It's being called the Wuhan shake. Today at the University of Nebraska, where 15 coronavirus patients have been quarantined, experts demonstrated another greeting, an elbow touch. I spoke to workplace expert Stephen Viscusi. The handshake is out. It's a polite bob of the head or a bow. That's it. What do you do if I go in for the handshake? Yeah, I immediately step back and say no. And I just smile like this. Once they see those hands, they understand. Nobody wants to shake hands today. Some health officials have suggested maybe an elbow bump. What do you make of that? An elbow bump? What are you talking about? The same elbow that I'm going to cough into and then you want me to bump it? It's the coronavirus. Across the TV airwaves Monday, hosts like Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest kept up their cozy hellos. But in France, the health minister is urging everyone to give up the traditional double kiss. And in Italy, 83-year-old Pope Francis made his first public appearance in four days after raising fears that he had caught coronavirus. During his weekly blessing, the Pope said it was just a cold. And did fears about the virus lead to a scuffle on a cruise ship? Staff on one ship resorted to pepper spray to subdue a passenger who allegedly slammed a piano, an incident that happened after the ship had been denied docking rights at several ports. Les Trent has details. Coronavirus frustration boils over on board a cruise ship in the Caribbean. Witnesses said security pepper sprayed one passenger to restore order. The drama erupted after the ship Meravilia was turned away by Jamaica 
and the Cayman Islands because a passenger and a crew member became ill, triggering a coronavirus scare. It got ugly quick. The ship was finally allowed to dock in Cozumel, Mexico. It turns out the sick passenger and the crew member didn't have coronavirus at all. It was just the flu, according to the cruise line. More chaos at sea broke out today when a brand new cruise ship, the Scarlet Lady, postponed a scheduled stop in New York after the city reported its first confirmed coronavirus case. We believe delaying the launch celebration is the right thing to do, given public sentiment and focus at this time, Virgin Voyages says. The ship has been diverted 1,000 miles away to Miami. The cruise ship companies are very much in that dead zone at the moment because people are so concerned that, A, they will not be able to hit many of the ports, and, B, they're very concerned that recycled air might get people sick. But travel expert Pauline Fromer sees one potential benefit. Once this passes, and I have full expectations that it will, you're going to get a great deal on cruising. Airlines are also bracing for hard times. Check out this photo of a flight attendant on an empty plane in Denver. It's estimated the cutback in travel will cost airlines more than $29 billion in revenue. And talk about timing. Oprah was at that point in her seminar when she talks about finding balance. And right at that moment, she lost hers. Oprah takes a tumble. It happened when the TV icon was giving a motivational talk in the L.A. stop of her 2020 Vision Tour. Wellness to me means all things in balance. She was talking about, of all things, balance, when she loses her own balance. Ouch. She blamed it on her chunky heels. Oprah bounced right back on her feet, and the crowd went wild. Later in the show, she was joined by J-Lo, and Oprah slipped into a comfortable pair of sneakers. She talked about her fall backstage with her bestie, Gail King. Were you thinking, oh, my God, this is embarrassing? Or were you thinking, I'm just going to roll with it? I, I, I didn't even think embarrassing. I just thought, okay, I fell. Everybody knows what falling is. You would prefer not to not fall. Not to fall, yeah. The media mogul posted this picture icing her leg over the weekend. Thank you all for your kind wishes. Yes, I slipped on stage and I'm now a meme, but so grateful to be only a little sore. Feel better, Oprah. And how about this? Imagine going home and finding your house covered in ice. That's what life is like for some residents along Lake Erie. And we're finding out what it's like inside one of these frozen houses. It looks like a scene right out of the movie Frozen. Homes completely encased in thick ice, with giant icicles dangling from the roof and windows. But it's no winter wonderland for the people who live in this waterfront neighborhood on Lake Erie in upstate New York. The extraordinary scene comes after gale force winds created huge waves, which sprayed water on the shore. In some places, the ice is three feet thick. So what's it like inside one of these frozen houses? Just imagine being in a dungeon. We understand it looks like a wonderland. It looks like the movie Frozen. However, you know, we have people that are in turmoil here. So let's leave the frozen houses to Elsa. Let it go, let it go. 
Wow. People in the neighborhood say things have been icy before, but it's never been this bad. The headlines, of course, have been a little disconcerting lately. So here are two young ladies who are bound to make you smile and make you feel a little bit better about the world. Check out these moves. That's 21-year-old UCLA gymnast Mia Dennis. She's got the crowd going crazy for her routine set to Beyonce. Mia scored a 9.975, nearly a perfect score. Now her spins and flips are going viral with more than 10 million views on social media. Oh, and listen to this. Eight-year-old Malaya Emma leaves spectators stunned at a NASCAR race on Sunday. With her incredible rendition of the national anthem, she sure can hit those high notes. Talk about double girl power. Wow, she's only eight. By the way, Malaya has a Twitter account that's managed by her parents. After her performance, she tweeted her thanks for all the support. And she said, quote, for the haters, you won't bring me down today and ever. Good motto for all of us. And big news today from Judge Judy. Next year, when she marks her 25th anniversary, she says she's hanging up her robe. But while Judy's ending her daytime court show, she says she's not saying goodbye to television. All rise. Judge Judy is making some big moves. Her show, the number one rated TV show in syndication, will come to an end after its 25th season next year. She made the announcement on today's Ellen Show. I've had a 25-year-long marriage with CBS, mm -hmm. and it's been successful. Judge Judy is watched by a staggering 10 million viewers every day. Do you understand? You're giving me a lot of gobbledygook. She makes a reported $47 million a year. Her show was launched in 1996 after she was profiled on 60 Minutes. And if you find her a little bit shrill, a little bit testy, well, she'd be very pleased. The story introduced America to the tough, no-nonsense New York City family court judge. This witness may not have a terrific memory, but I've got a very good memory, sir. And the rest is TV history. Judge Judy is 77, but says she's not ready to retire. Judge Judy, you'll be able to see next year, full year, all new shows. With a ponytail. With a ponytail. Then she'll start a new show, Judy Justice, but not before the year 2023. Judy Justice will be coming out. What? The year later. Where? I can't tell you yet. Oh. <laughs> Judge Judy's show will continue through September of 2021. Next. Vanessa Bryant's outrage. Kobe Bryant's widow lashes out over reports that deputies leak graphic photos of the helicopter crash. And America's oldest TV bachelorette. She's 38. More years under my belt, more learning and knowing what I want. Plus, homecoming for the dancing TikTok dad and his baby. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. When Kobe Bryant died, his widow Vanessa specifically asked the sheriff's department to protect the crime scene from photographers. So imagine her horror at hearing that some first responders may have shared pictures from the scene. Here's Jim Murray.
Vanessa Bryant is devastated and calls reports that first responders at the helicopter crash site took graphic photos of the victims an unspeakable violation. Some LA County sheriff's deputies and firefighters allegedly shared gruesome photos of the crash site behind me. Published reports say the scandal unfolded after a deputy trainee went to a bar and attempted to impress a woman by showing her photos of the remains. A bartender who reportedly overheard the conversation filed a complaint with the sheriff's department. Vanessa released this statement. First responders should be trustworthy. It is inexcusable and deplorable that some deputies and firefighters would allegedly breach their duty. We are demanding that those responsible for these alleged actions face the harshest possible discipline and that their identities be brought to light. Vanessa says she personally went to the sheriff's department on the day of the crash to request the area be immediately restricted to protect it from inappropriate photos. The Los Angeles Times is reporting deputies were ordered to report to the sheriff's station and told that if they came clean and deleted the photos, they would not face any discipline. The L.A. Sheriff's Department says they are investigating, adding the sheriff is deeply disturbed that even the thought that deputies could allegedly engage in such an insensitive act. When we come back, the woman making history is TV's oldest bachelorette. It's not just 20-somethings anymore looking for love on The Bachelorette. So unexpected. Can you believe this? Can you believe it? She's TV's new bachelorette, the oldest contestant in franchise history. Claire Crawley is 38 years old. She's a hairstylist from Sacramento, California. Last season's bachelorette, Hannah Brown, was 24 years old. Claire was first introduced to America on The Bachelor back in 2014. She came in as runner-up. I thought I knew what kind of man you were. Okay. What you just made me go through? Mm-hmm. I would never want my children having a father like you. She tells Good Morning America that her age will work in her favor. The three finalists, there's not, nobody's older than 25. Babies. I feel like I could be their mom. (laughs) Almost. But but you think that being 38 actually works to your advantage. Absolutely. It just is more years under my belt. The move by the Bachelorette seems to be a sign of the times. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the average age that a woman marries is 28 years old. And experts believe the average age of marriage will soon move into to the 30s. Meantime, expect fireworks tonight on The Bachelor's The Women Tell All as Peter Weber is put on the hot seat. It's just tough, man. It's really tough. We caught up with Peter backstage. Does that big smile mean he found true love? The pilot was coy. I am excited for this. Yeah, fine to just be out there. And when we come back, the dad with a great reason to dance. Finally today, we told you about the dad posting a dancing TikTok video every day until his newborn son's release from the hospital. Well, here's the moment everybody's been waiting for. He's the dad who marked each day his newborn was in the neonatal unit with a TikTok dance. Firefighter Chris Askew vowed to dance a new dance every day until his preemie son Dylan was released from the hospital. Now, after 47 straight days of posting dance videos, the day has finally come. Little Dylan is ready. Yeah, you're going home. His doctor, Anthony Orsini, takes off the monitors and hands Dylan over to his parents. Ready to take him home? Yeah, please. He did great, yeah. So he's done so well, and he's going to do wonderful. But you have to promise a visit. I will. Look how cute little Dylan looks in his cap and gown. He is graduating, so to speak. Chris, who lives just outside Orlando, says dancing was therapeutic. It's helping by having a release 
Uh, that's how I get rid of my stress. So how did mom Danielle feel about the videos? Embarrassed at first. Uh... And then proud. Yeah, I'm really excited that Chris decided to do that because it brings new awareness to prematurity. Before they said goodbye to the staff, Dad invited them to one last dance video. First, showing them the moves. So you go right and then left. Then, showtime. And that, folks, is Dancing for Joy. That's Inside Edition for today. We thank you for watching. See you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.